0: Welcome, everyone, to our heart-to-heart connect. Thank you all for being here. And just let us now just settle into the sacred space as we connect to our hearts as one. So just calling in the highest and the purest frequencies to be with us in this healing container. So we're just going to move from our head space to our heart space in 3D breaths. So just letting everything go of the day. Just settling into our heart space and into our vessel, into our body, into the here and now, into the present moment. And just feeling our connection to the earth, to mother nature, mother Gaia. (sighs) Allowing us to feel grounded. now coming back to our sacred space so feeling the energy within our feet our ankle ankles her legs our thighs the core of our stomach our heart our higher heart throat chakra third eye chakra and crown chakra and just taking three deep breaths and when you're ready you can open up your eyes Okay, so I'll begin by um, sharing with all of you my recent experience the last week. (laughs) It's been very emotional and very beautiful all at the same time. Um, Yeah, just allowing, been allowing all the emotions to flow up. Um, and all the shifts that are happening in the world, which are like for our highest and greatest good and within our personal lives, things are coming up for a reason to be released. And um, for me, it's like not allowing anything to be suppressed anymore, like any emotions, Um, just sitting with it, being one with it. Um, So it's good just having that safe space to just allow everything to just flow through me and out of me. And yes. And I was very um, gracious to receive um, a soul retrieval with um, Lillian. So for a while, um, through everything that I've been through with um, life, um traumas grief loss um it's like when i go through those moments and when moments are in that high high um yeah just like high emotion moments are um that high high what whoa what's going there we go. wait one there we go. I should be okay. Can everyone hear me now better? I hope. Okay. <laughs> you definitely, um, yeah, my technology, um, my computer and everything has been adjusting <laughs> to the frequencies, but it's all good. Um, yeah, so whenever I go through any emotional experience, when it's so deep, um, I tend to kind of be kind of out of my body um, and just kind of floating around. Um, Been learning the last two years to really ground. uh, It was a blessing the last two years of with everything of just me being in nature. So that was a gift. So just feeling more grounded um, and just allowing myself to process. Um, But I didn't realize that part of my coping was me just leaving my body. So even in those joyful moments, it's like when um, energies are very like high frequency um, or when I'm receiving like compliments or just like new experiences. Um, It's like in the past, my body kind of, Oh, uh, what's it called? Whatever am I trying new um, um It's like um like electrical box where it's like diffuse, it becomes um oh short circuiting, yes. So that was that's been my processing for about um, I would say six years. Um as being an empath. And very sensitive. I've always wanted to like um, clear my vessel, like in thoughts and um, how I was feeling, so I wouldn't feel so much, right? So my coping was just like just not being within. So when I experienced the soul retrieval the other day with Lillian, just holding that sacred space, it was like that immediate shift of like everything seemed to kind of like. Turned back on again, like all my senses, like my taste, my smell, my hearing, my seeing, everything was like reawakened. Um, it was like this veil was lifted. So yeah, I've been processing it for two days now and feeling really strong within, like um, especially when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, like I'm within my body. I'm good. <laughs> like, it's good. So just getting used to th- this new way of being of, for me, it's like, this is very new, new for me, very different and loving it. Um, so it's just allowing and trusting myself to receive all that I'm receiving within and creating and everything. It seems like everything is, Um, Like, I'm getting like a second, um, like, lease on life, like a whole new beginning of like from all the years. I'm all the years. I'm like now 33. So it's like now starting from brand new, like, clean slate. So it's like not looking at the past anymore, even though before I was like, I wanted to make up for a lost time. But I just was very compassionate with myself and just had self-forgiveness and just being very patient with myself now and knowing that, okay, we're just beginning like brand new right now, like right here and now. Um, It was beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. And balancing, like learning that balance. Of like, because for the longest time I was in that creative flow and that intuition and thriving in that. Right. That's that was like an extension of me. But now it's like taking action. Um, now it's like I'm learning um, like technology more and all of that. So it's just really embracing <laughs> embracing a lot now, um, which it's new for me too. Right. So it's just bringing everything into harmony, into balance and um, yeah, just allowing myself to still be creative, but allowing myself to share, um, allowing myself to express through like dance, through like my artwork, through writing, through music, through playing my like musical instruments, and allowing myself to like do like human things too, like to like chill and watch TV, which I'm not used to that. I'm used to like go, go, go all the time and receive an inspiration from nature. So it's just that, yeah, just really working with both of the energies within like the feminine, the masculine to bring in that greater alignment. Um, I know last week, I was giving that example of like the pumpkin. So the, <laughs> the white pumpkin has been like that feminine energy for me as it's like that delicate, that beauty. Um, having that connection, I like those deep conversations with women and girls within like my space and my friends and all of that. And this, this brings, this has brought so much comfort to me because of not having that supportive masculine. In my life but now knowing that like i'm that supportive masculine for myself and um like that father figure for myself and um after last week's connect um because i have a cat and my cat is like a boy cat and i'm like you know what i'm gonna switch the perspective and treat my cat as if my cat is like my child so of like that tender nurturance and care, which really helped with my inner child as well. So just like building that relationship and not seeking things outside of me anymore. Um, just really going within, tuning within and knowing that everything is created from within and is that reflection. So, yeah, with that, with the pumpkins, it's like the last week, it's like things have been more harmonious with like <laughs> the feminine and the masculine as one. It's like we all have those energies, right? It's just, yeah, just knowing that, creating that um, safety within for both of the energies to thrive in whatever way that works for you, through like expression, through like artwork, creativity and all of that. But every, every experience is unique to each individual but yeah, this is just my experience and my story. And just so excited for like connecting with you all more and just on this like heart to heart journey and like journey back home to the heart. And my biggest um, experience from like these 33 years is just knowing that the heart never lets you down. Like you can always trust in the heart just allowing ourselves to just settle within and just allowing ourselves to receive the self love, that self care, and that nurturance, knowing that everything is within. So that's my share for tonight. Um, and yes, just opening up the space for anyone who would like to share. So thank you. Thank you, Kyle. So if any of you have any question or anyone
1: any. You know want to you express yourself right you can just jump on unmute yourself and because this is a free flow of conversations so yeah I wanted to um acknowledge um okay this one wanted to join okay so I want to acknowledge um Kyle as well for doing the work so he will be continued to share his journey about um vulnerability and also with the heart openness. You want to draw the part? There you go. And um, I wanted to bring into the inner feminine of the man. So because we have three men here and the true woman here is so balanced. Talk about the inner masculine, and also the um, the inner families. So I'm going to bring into like a examples and what's my learning, and then open 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 the conversation to the whole floor. So if, as I know that you all know that for the feeling of when you see Kyle. He has green. When you see Kyle, you will see that he has a very strong inner feminine that is in his in his like a feminine inner feminine energy in his um in, in, in him. And when he share the stories or journeys case, Kyle. and he will be very open heart and share. And also that he will be open as vulnerability, like her, he's vulnerable to to really share the pain and share the tears and share just there's no hiding. He truly just express himself. And also that when that is triggered, when he when um. The, the dark shadow or the shadow work, he will go mm-hmm. to the void. He will go to the void and sit there and feel it as an empath.
2: That's change fire.
1: As the empath, it's amplified or volume up of that or the feeling. So, yeah. So, that is the inner feminine. And again, I see that is the healthy inner feminine in the man, and also that we do have, as as a woman as well, we have the, in inner in a feminine too. So, as a wounded feminine before, as me, I used to run away a lot. So when I run away, I ignore the feeling, and I don't even know what that is. The work that I need to do or I need to face, because when you destructed you forgot to be there and then you just when you forgot and then you have more they like feel like oh there's more important things to do now and you just you just forget about it so yeah so a lot of times it was me so my 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 learning of the journey this year is really simply being, and not in denial so for me as my a lot of in the masculine fiery I'm like a lot in denial no that's not me no I don't no that's not me so I just sweep away right but the things I like, if I don't see it clearly I mean things always come back and I'm always curious of why I have that inner vision of this coming back and process that about like 24 hours or 48 hours normally very fast like my journey okay. of healing is very fast and um yeah it just landed on so many pieces of the healing of my inner self my inner the inner the wounded yeah. yes under masculine and wounded feminine so i i actually learned a lot from kyle to be able to to, to be, to be like, vulnerable in a way that no fear, fear, as, because... You want to sit there? Okay. You want to sit here? here? So, to be able to... to be able to really see yourself in the mirror, the reflection, sacred mirror of another person or another incident. And that pain will will bubble up. When you bubble up, you'll be start cursing. <laughs> right? And then, not only that, but you, you accept it like I accepted, and aware that, okay, what is happening here? You're showing me this. There must be something that I'm ignoring in my body, or in my feeling, because everything is embodiment of the feeling. I know and with sitting down and feel into that bubble up of the pain and instead of like not running away and, and somehow that this is my process is my like the tears like my tears is my healing tools so my tears would just come out is. Itself, or it just might it's just releasing. But a lot of times, that when I wanted to run away, but I was just holding myself there. And because that you are breaking through that egoic mind, so when I had that breakthrough of that egoist mind, and the healing take place really quick because you're going to another side, which is where. The shadows become light. You heal it in the in the light. Instead of staying in the shadow, in the dark, I bring that shadow to the light to heal it in the light. So that is my process for these two weeks. I have like, it's constantly looping at the triggers. So yeah, but the thing is I, I knew that healing type is a journey, it's not a destination. So that is my my process of in a in as a as a feminine. I can see myself as a female as a feminine in a lot of masculine energy, like fiery energy, you know in me mean? And I just wanted to, to like run away. That my my ability really <laughs> to escape you to know that I I I I learned in a way that To be, to be, to be, to be, and just be in that pain. I don't really want to say it's worth it, but you heal. You're starting to get healing when we actually sit there and be, that is the start. So, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So, that is my process of, a lot of the time. And again, I weigh in a lot of creativity in all of the healing work because from there it transmutes. Whether it's the code, whether it's the singing, whether it's the dancing, whether it's the moving, whether it's the walking, it's all been really entering down because you feel safe. I, as a feminine, I need to feel safe in my body when I'm transmuting. So yeah. I need a container to be able to hold that to hold myself. And if you have anyone that can hold for you, that is definitely really good because on the other side or your counterpart, you will feel that he he's he or she is holding the space for you, It's not then trying to fix you. You are you don't need to be fixed. You have nothing wrong. We don't need to be fixed. So in that container, solid container, you know that that partnership or someone is holding you. And you know that you can lean back when you actually do the healing. So when I say lean back, I wanted to, to bring into the differentiation about lean in and lean back. Lean back is receptive lean in is you're going to do something you lean in and deep dive so that's more to the muscle but lean in is like go forward lean back your body go backwards so yeah there's the embodiment practices of the um like body work <laughs> so that is what i wanted to share as in these two weeks what where am i coming from and all of that so, yeah, all of my sharing, why am I open up this conversation? Why am I sharing? Because I know that by expressing myself, it's healing for me as well, by just sharing it. And I know that a lot of people wanted to hear that too. I write posts, but I think that, you know what? This communication is piece is really important. So, yeah. So, I also encourage all of you on this floor and this space Although that is streaming just to the Sacred Heart Valley, and the Sacred Heart Valley is the Heart Valley, that's where your heart is. beside where a piece of our petals, the rose petal, the heart petal, the rose behind you here.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. so I've opened the floor now for you guys for all of you to share, like how share anything you wanted to share. You feel like something pain you, you wanted to share, and all of that. So, yeah, and again. There's no right or wrong. Yes. And the, the most important thing is that like feeling safe in the container is my principle in this container as I'm the space holder. Thank you so much for listening. So, who is next to Jamian? Anyone wanted to share anything or welcome?
2: I have to say this just because it just happened everything that you were just talking about and sorry, Lillian, I don't mean to be putting you on the spot, but everything you just said was embodied in your daughter sitting on your lap. Everything that you were talking, you could have, it could have been coming from her as she is It's like you were the space, you were holding the space for your daughter to come um, feel safe and to express. She was Mm -hmm. leaning in. She was also leaning back. Mm -hmm. She was expressing all of her insights, her her, her drawing, her um, wanting your attention, wanting to be acknowledged, but wanting to grow on her own. Don't bother me. I'm busy. I'm busy. Um, Growing into everything that she wants to do And yet having that safe space and holding it there with you. And um, mom, I know you're busy doing this, but I'm important. Feeling valid and feeling um, able to express. And it was, well, as a side note, how beautiful that was that you were able to provide that space for her while you were talking, while you were explaining these concepts. And yet, so (laughs) so another concept I'm thinking of is all the distractions, all the noise that happens around us, um, we're always sidetracked and pulled into this area and this area. And you could focus on anything you wanted, but you were able to hold a safe space. Even that was very impressive to me. I was admiring how you were able to hold that for her as well as express to, to us all of these concepts and feelings. But I saw everything that you were saying embodied right there. It was just fun. Thank, thanks for letting me um point that out um
1: no thank you so much for doing that i know that if i hope healing my own self you healing for the whole the whole lineage as well especially my kids as well so
2: yeah so, yeah so fun thanks for letting me thank point you. that out yeah
3: thank you so much rosa you want to share
4: Well, I don't know what to share. I'm just listening, and <clears throat> when you're talking, it seems like you're talking for me. <laughs> it's like everything you're saying is like click, click, click. And then, um, as Richard mentioned, um, it was interesting how your daughter was saying, like, "I want to draw, I want to draw," and then something about, "I want to draw a heart." I was like, "Wow!" Like, you know, she's she's part of the she's part of the meeting, and she wants to be acknowledged as well. So that was really neat.
1: <laughs> yeah, she is all about the heart. Everything that She's three. And when she draws, it's all about the heart. And I was amazed. She started when we went to the beach. And then she started to draw the heart. I was like, wow, three years I can draw a heart. I was so amazed. Because I have a very deep heart, heart healing. Because my heart was shielded. Big. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, these sort of petals and petals just open. So yeah, the expansive up of the heart is incredible, and journey also incredible. So yeah, I'd love to hear from James. James, come on by. Come on.
4: Hello. Uh, um, it's, it's been amazing so far just to listen. Um, so far. Um. Um, like uh, my journey has been like, you know, the basic trauma and stuff, and you know, and just dealing with that is not is more of a suppression type thing, and just get through it, get through it, get through it. Now I'm learning what what is the masculine and what is the feminine, and then integrating both to let them work harmoniously together. And, so it, it's a, and plus I have to open up my throat and my heart because that's all in the expression of who I am.
1: I also wanted to add on something here is, yes, we are, We wanted to know about masculine and feminine. And that also the purpose of the conversation here, and I open up the conversation every week, is why healing Gaia. So why am I saying this? What does that mean? is you know in our society that we have very strong matriarchy system, and there's a lot of like you know a lot of a lot of like you know, those systems being broken as well. And we can, we see every day, we hear every day. But also, I'm not going to go into patriarchy, everybody knows why it's patriarchy. In the ancient time, they also much like too. Of the women, they really misuse their own power to command the man as well. So we also heal it in our own in our own body too. So why, why does that mean in our own body? It's a healing work. For example, like manipulation, rejection, betrayal. Yeah. That can be um in the matriarchy means a lot of women's pillow, pillow. Yeah. So not only for the man, it's also for the woman too. So I hardly hear about matriarchy wounding that we need to heal from that, that we need to heal the man. That's why I am bringing into, bring the masculine, not rising, is to evolve. Mommy, I'm dad. Okay. Yeah, to evolve them. I'll help you later on, okay? Okay. So, if you a rising masculine, there's a lot of masculine rising. We don't need more about unhealthy masculine we like to encourage them and invite them to evolve evolve as to look into their feminine side as well so to to look at that feminine side and to be able to hold the space for the feminine the feminine will feel safe to open up themselves, open their heart and most of the time that Women actually close their heart more than men, but there are also a lot of women as well. But it's always divine feminine do the work first, and then bring the man or the divine or divine masculine together. When I said divine masculine and the man, it just res- res- whatever that resonates to you. For me, is in the masculine and outer masculine. I'm not saying that everything inside me, nothing outside me. Now I have three men in front of me. I can't even know you guys, right? So when, you, when I said about the man on masculine, you just assess yourself, what is my inner masculine? Is it really healthy? Or I haven't actually worked with the mind masculine yet. What does it to look like in my body? We do have that true energy. If that is outside, what is your relationship with your hand? What's your relationship with your friend, your father? Your brother, your friends, your body—I'm just talking about that. So it's a lot of reflection. It's conscious relationships. So yeah, that's where I. Why am I open to this conversation? Conversation because I have been doing a lot of feminine work throughout the year, like last the whole last year, for well, two, three months, and I feel my wounded masculine being really pushing and all of that, but I've been pushing him behind me. I've been the driver all the time. He's a passenger. He, when I say he, it's just like my inner, my, my inner masculine energy in me. I haven't bring him together with me. Then how do you come into union like this then? That's why a lot of, this is my, my, my sort of awareness is there's a lot of women out there. Where is all the men? Where is all the men? Or where is all the females if that is around you as well that you're doing the conscious work and you haven't really
4: Mom. invite
1: the feminine or female? That where is all the all the female and male that is compatible to me? Or is someone that is like my soulmate? So, yeah, and also I want to bring into here is there's a lot of, well, I feel a lot <laughs> of Twin flame. A lot of people is actually, what do you want, honey? Hmm? You want to sit like this? So there's a lot of people, actually, I connected that I did not share on my Twin flame stories, but they just come to me and then they share the stories about the Twin flame. I said, oh, she got it too. Oh. She got it as well. And then they asked me a question that how do I get my twin flame? How? Oh, interesting. How? <laughs> I said, this is all like coming along in the field that looking for one. But twin flame is another 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 conversation, I guess. But today we can open up that conversation if you guys wanted to. I'm very happy to do that. But I think that today our conversation is about I'm the masculine good, yeah. and the feminine as well. So unless you want to open up the twin flame conversation here. <laughs> totally up to you. So yeah. All right. Um over to you. I need to clean the floor. So
0: I, I, who, like, well, since Lillian opened up <laughs> about twin flame, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, just want to speak on about twin flame. <sighs> so, from my personal experience, it has been truly beautiful and remarkable of connecting with my twin flame in this lifetime and knowing that my twin flame has always been around me um, through everything and through inspiration, through nature, through my creativity through like the muses. And um, now it's like I've been journeying with um, the last three months with the inner goddess and the inner gods archetypes. And that has been very supportive with me in um, having like the mother, father, um, spiritual, role models that I've needed. My mom was amazing. She is amazing. She did a great, phenomenal job and just very grateful, thankful, blessed for her. But um, I wanted more deepness, deep conversation, deeper connection. so when I was 19, it was like everything that I've been through, it was like everything was happening for me to kind of put me in the direction where I needed to go. Um, taking that empowered action to know that things could be a lot more magical than what I was experiencing. without. Without like dismissing what I was feeling and processing, but knowing that there was so much more for me to experience. And with my journey with like Mother Nature, Mother Gaia, like she's been with me all along. And that was like the first like goddess that I really connected to within my heart and all around me. It was just that nurturance and that when I went in nature, I was home. And that nature wasn't like judgmental. It was just loving. And it could just being so in tune and like being able to see things too at a young age, it was so comforting for me. So I just loved everything nature and I wanted everything nature. And knowing that my twin flame was in every aspect of nature, being reflected back to me in the most beautiful way um and like my grandmother she had beautiful gardens and deep connection with the rose and i would always help her garden my mom had beautiful gardens and nature was so supportive and like when i had um, nightmares or night terrors like my mom would take lavender and put dry to put under my pillow and use essential oils. And then my twin flame has been connected with that lavender. So it was like it was always always there at, around me. So since February, it's like linking everything, like really going back and and being like, This connects, that connects, oh that that happened because of this, that happened because of that. And there was just like a lot of remembrance. And I'm like, aha moment. And it was like crying, 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 as in like. Not sadness, but it was just that remembrance that, like, all the magic that has always surrounded me. And when you're able to be held in safe, sacred space, what you're able to discover, like, within your heart, it's truly remarkable. And that's what Sacred Heart Valley has provided for me, that safe, sacred space to be seen, heard, acknowledged, witnessed, like, express like with creativity everything and the last five years i've been journeying with like the heart um like heart consciousness like healing the heart um like with my stepfather like he passed away from like a heart attack so i'm like um from that experience of him not having like a heart fully open, which would which would break my heart because I'm like, I had so much love for everything and everyone at such such a young age that I couldn't even really talk to my dad because it was just, I didn't even know how because I just, there was so much love, but his heart was so closed and I didn't know how to connect with him. So it was like 11 years of that until like the day he passed, he told me that he loved me. And he never said that. So that like burst my heart open. And I just was like, okay, like it's time to just, I want my heart to open. I want my open. And then my first father, um, when I was three past, he was waiting for a heart and double lung transplant. So the heart's been all right. So it's like me bringing my fathers along as in helping them heal healing the lineage healing my heart and from that grief and trauma and then for like my future children or in like the future lineage like just healing all of those that timeline so it's just been like allowing my heart to soften and to melt and to know that invulnerability there's so much strength and growth and after like a good cry I would feel like okay that's a great release and I would definitely feel that connection even more with source divine whatever works for you like the universe it would always upon allowing my emotions to safely flow out I was meted right there with the heart consciousness of like source and just building that relationship so now I just become evolved so beautifully and yeah, it's just a life lived with like heart magic and um heart of love and um just wanting to share my heart with everyone and to be of heart service. So yeah, it's truly, really, truly amazing. So thank you. <laughs>
1: No more Polly, would you like to
3: share anything? I can share something. Hey guys. Um so feminine and masculine, I'm still exploring myself because um grew up in the family where all the masculine energy is building up. For me, especially in my 20s, I think I've talked about this before, um, that I was the main income earner in those 10 years and still am. But, well, not anymore because I'm not working now. (laughs) Um, I had to grow up like a man, basically, because I'm a main um, bread earner. When I was younger, um, at school, not really just at school, but like I'm the eldest daughter in the family. So I have to be the role model for everybody. So I have to act like a man as I was taught by my parents, you know, Um, so a lot of masculine energy in me, I know, but they're all wounded as well. And the feminine side, you might see, you might see me, you know, wearing a dress sometimes, especially when I was a little bit younger, um, you know, more makeup and stuff. But inside me was so strong that I don't feel, and I still don't. I didn't feel, I still don't feel like I could find. A romantic relationship because I was so much I feel like I was so much stronger than a lot of men because of what I've been through so um, I'm still learning to be a female in a way <laughs> at the same time I'm healing the windows masculine side of me which is uh to be courageous and adding some ingredients of the feminine qualities along the way. Um, And yesterday it was was funny because I was, um, I went for a coffee with my dad and he was talking about like different things and there was that one thing that he talked about was, you know, he talked about his old, Know his old times, and there was a woman which is also his friend, uh, her um, yeah, his friend. And this woman had a really good business, like, he she was really um, she acted like a man and she ran a business like a man. And all the men around her, like, praising him because praising her because, like, she um, she was really successful, she was easy to get along with around men the male friends and my dad was like praising her and say like there is no not a lot of females like this around that you can be comfortable with but what I wanted to say but I didn't say to my dad was you and your male friends thought that you know she was easy to be comfortable with she acted like a man because she ran it really successful business is because you guys as a man you don't know what feminine energy is you don't know what female is like you don't even have that energy inside you and you feel comfortable with this kind of woman because you're so scared of feminine energy you're so scared of getting in touch with the feminine side of you because you have none And I think this is really sad um, because this is what the society is like, it has been. Um, You know, everything is masculine. If you can act masculine, masculine, even you're a female, you'll be praised, you'll be called successful. But what successful successful really means? Successful, being successful, Sometimes, you know, we have to take a long way to get there. And in that pro- process, there could be a lot of tears. You sometimes have to have to be vulnerable, even just by yourself. Like if you you can you can cry, you can be sad, you can feel your feelings during that time when you are on your way to your success right that's also your feminine side so in every way there is always masculine always feminine and we only celebrate the masculine not the feminine which is the journey so that kind of made me feel really sad when I was talking to my dad I was like you just don't know what you know, what's behind all of these. And yeah, and I'm also healing myself in that area too, myself, because how I was brought up and the situation that I was in. And recently, and thanks to Jen and also, you know, um, the community, our own little community, you guys are always showing, you know, the drawings and the colours and everything. And, and Jen especially encourages me to sing again because I used to sing a lot. Like if I were not eating or sleeping, I would probably singing basically. That's how much I sang when I was a kid. But I stopped and I, I, at some point I, I, I even forgot how to sing. I, I forgot how to sing and I forgot that singing was my life. I completely forgot about that because of, things that I went through I just forgot about it and these days I have been picking up a lot of I'm actually drawing when behind the screen a lot of colors I'm actually coloring stuff and to be more in touch with my heart I color every day now and I draw try to draw every day just to get back to my feminine side your heart is also your feminine side that's why you can see in Kyle like he's so in touch with his heart because that's the feminine that's the where the feminine energy is from and I want to do that too and healing is a journey yes and it's a long process and it's a loss of a long progress so but you know we have to start somewhere <laughs> just as little as things as just drawing coloring that what heals you like, on a daily basis. So I'm on my journey too. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Polly, for for sharing your piece. And I can reflect that back to you as a sacred mirror, mirror is the last generation, like our dad. That don't have any model. That's why they don't understand. That's why we are here in this container we talk. Because we are shifting and evolving that generation. For us, we're doing the work. So the large generations of our our uncle, or big brother, there's no model. No one to see it. Like us, my mother, full of like masculine, I don't have any model to become a feminine. So when Carl talking about the goddesses and God, that is feminine. To to, to journey with goddesses essentially means that to understand the inner masculine and feminine of you. I can bring into the example, let's say, Kuan Yin is the goddess of compassion. You have to awaken of the compassion heart in you. To be able to see the lenses, the compassion from other people. So that is one of the, just one of the examples. So every single time that, you know, You sort of like document, write it down, who's coming along and what sort of like theme that is dancing through. And again, it's the cosmic energy as well. For example, the goddess of love, that is awaken the love in your heart. So using the archetype is the energy of the goddess of love, self-love look at yourself as a reflection of the goddess of love. So work with the archetypal in Kao Jung sort of like theory and teaching as well. So yeah, if you're interested to to talk more about, uh, to, to know more about that, you can reach out to Kao, um, and he's working at the moment with that as intern in the man. and I have already done last year and this year I'm walking the second round but with the masculine together. I also wanted to talk about how to embody the feminine energy. So, to embody feminine energies is not trying to be more feminine, it is just about to release the block, the stagnant energy, the tensions. And also those that is holding inside your body, the prevent of that, your feminine life force in you. You already got it. That is the life force that's in you. That's not like to bring in more, to take more, to wear beautiful, to do a long hair, and then you'll wear like scourge and all of that, you can't because you feel beautiful from inside out. But it is already in you. And the masculine life force is already in you. So let that land on here today. So that is something that I wanted
3: to share. Mm. So yeah. I think Lillian um, what you said was right because we don't we don't have the model because the older generations have no idea what's going on and that's why it's so important like we were born in this time has a, I think that's a reason for it, because everyone, a lot of people are awakening and we're born here to be awakened and to awaken people, right? We're born to awaken from all the old system and to change it. And that's, that transition is so important because we're changing, we're the turning point of our generation. We're changing Mm. from one to from old to the new so that the younger generations, the offspring, will start from the beginning of the goodness. Mm. That is really beautiful and also really important time for us. Yeah, and we're also learning, retrieving the old ancient knowledge as well. Yeah.
1: That is already forgotten. In many, many lifetimes. So, yeah. It is time to bring back all of that knowledge. And you can start to remember that. We all have that. So, yeah. There's a lot of work to make your... There's a lot of work involved to become remember because each layer that you do your inner work not only other work will bubble up because when you're releasing of that healing right from the past to the present moment you can retrieve the gift and then you, you you're actually using that gift for now to create the future so that is why we are changing We you say changing the system changing or evolving you start from us so yeah and I know that Richard will have that question to me again. <laughs> I know that last week we are talking about, about remembering and all of that, right? But it is just like when we... Sometimes when we look at something, it's so familiar. Even though some numbers, you're like, that ping me or that anything. When you start to feel of that something is something is trying to communicate with you literally that pin you look familiar sound familiar why am I hearing this why am I coming back here again like when you look at the website why you land in the same website again 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 it is like it's talking to you synchronosity whether you hear it is the wind trying to talk to you so and again, this is something that I'm also wanted to bring into is the nature. It's the energies, is all part of the nature as well, like the water. What is the water means as in the feminine and masculine? why does that really mean for the you know the earth, grounding, or realignment? And um the the water is emotional body, the wind is intuition. We all have that, isn't it? It's not feminine, we all have that. Yeah, and just we really into the nature, so that we are aligned in cyclical and seasonal. So in this way, you are all we are. feeling all supported by the nature. Like Richard last week said, that is magic or miracle. I remember you touched on that word, magic. Magic is everywhere. Oh yeah. I remember that when I was looking at the DNA, I was reading and coming to some sort of DNA learning. I was sit down on the playground, sit down on the floor on the grass. I was looking at the playground while pages were playing. You know when you do the rope that you step the kids step on and you hold it from underneath. You look up. It's my like DNA
4: string. <laughs> outside. Um, um,
1: Go outside. We we'll go outside later on after we finish, okay? Finish Thursday. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to stop here. So, yeah. So, there's a uh, synchronicity is everywhere. So, uh, yeah, that is that is all I wanted to share. Bye,
4: guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, over to you guys now. <laughs>
2: I have a thought I can bring up if we want, but it uh, it's a little bit of a different way of looking at it. Um, I'm not trying to lower the energy, but I want to talk about something in a very practical way because we're talking kind of on a very higher level about a lot of different concepts. Sorry, my logical brain looks at everything from a very specific way, and I think it's more masculine. Um, it's the approach that I take, and I want to bring something up, and we can talk about it more. And uh, I would love you guys to say, Richard, you're not looking at it this way or this way, and you, we can lift it up. We can we can bring it to a higher level. But um, I talk to a lot of people about relationships, and of course. One of the biggest things I hear in i in my conversations with um, more women, is they're like, "Why can't I find the right guy for me? <laughs> I'm looking for my uh, you know soulmate or my um, I'm I'm looking for this person, and they have a very um, this idea of what they want in a in a partner." And the more people I talked with, the more I realized that what they want doesn't exist. Like it doesn't. Um, so it, before when I was talking about magic, like uh, Lillian mentioned, something that we have to look for, sometimes we we define um, what we want so narrowly that it doesn't exist. And I want to roll this into, as we we're talking about masculine and feminine, and I apologize, I always do this, but I talk for me i look at men and women specifically and i and i know that each has masculine and feminine characteristics and and we we grow in different ways to me what i observe and i exaggerate this intentionally and and so just know that i'm going to be exaggerating this but i look at men and we we don't know how to do a lot of things that women do beautifully and naturally for example we don't know how to multitask. We we can learn it. We can try. We can grow into multitasking more and more, but it's on a very limited scale. You know, we when and again, I, I'm I'm exaggerating, but I'm going to define it this way. As I um, whenever I'm focused on some project and somebody distracts me, um, for example, Lillian had her daughter sitting on her lap. If that happened to me. Um, I can't recover. Like I have to put the conversation on hold. I have to put it on the shelf and then I can focus on something else that's happening. And then once that's resolved, I can put that on its own shelf and I can retrieve this from my memory bank and I can keep addressing it. Where women are usually or naturally Able to handle a conversation, um, the phone ringing, or you know, typing a message, um, handling um, children doing whatever they do in the background. Um, the phone is ringing. The, uh, sorry, the, you know, the computer messages are coming through, and they can see twenty or thirty or a hundred things. Sorry, I, I know I'm exaggerating. All at the same time, and all these things are happening in the background, and women. I know it's like overwhelming. This is not necessarily always a positive thing, but they—they tend to be. Their brains are natural, like creators and connectors, and can can not only process this but manifest through this. And it's it's tough. It's a really hard process, but it's magnificent. It's magic. It's divine. It's beautiful. Where men are just like, we can't understand. We don't see it. We can't comprehend how talented and how amazing women are at this process and there's there's other things like and we just talk differently we think differently we focus on different things because of the the differences in how we're designed and so as we manifest here into this life we have uh we have strong differences so lillian mentioned you know why aren't there more men in this space why because we don't think the same way. We're not focused in the same way on the same things. We can't understand, we have to really lift ourselves. We can do it, we can come, we can learn and try to understand the divine, the beauty. We, we look at a flower, we don't understand why women can, can set a, a, a table and have um, you know nice silverware and plates and candles and flowers and things. Men are like, well, there's a table, there's plates, there's food, let's eat. Um, we don't focus on the beautiful things. But when we see the beautiful table and the setting, it's it's so far beyond what we comprehend. We appreciate it. We admire it. We want it. We're attracted to it. We don't know what to do with it. And we don't know how to have those conversations even because our brain doesn't process it the same way. So why are men not at the same you know, why aren't there more men doing this is because naturally men are focused on a lot more simple tasks, direct, uh, direct tasks. I even see this a lot in relationships, which is, which makes relationships difficult. This is a big, longer conversation, but women want to talk to men and expect Mm -hmm. that they understand what she wants, but we don't. It's not this. It's like a woman talking to a horse, or a cat or a dog. Our brains are like a, n- a different species. We just don't get it. If if a if you take a horse to class with you and the and the the horse and you listen to the professor talking about some concept, and then later you go and you talk to the horse and say, Wow, wasn't that amazing? You know, how they how they describe this math or physics concept or art or, or music or something. And you talk, you're like, why doesn't the horse understand? We were both in the same place. We we experience the same thing. Why don't you get it? And sorry, but men, to, from a woman's perspective, from a from how a woman is, men are a lot like horses, and our communication is just so different. It's like a different species. And of course, people are like, "No, it can't be that bad." But it is. Yes, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not by much. And men look at the complexities of how women think and what they can do, and the, all the magic everything looks amazing and magic and we don't know how to we we're always worried and nervous in relationships that we're not doing what she wants and we always forget things of course we always do things wrong and women most women look and look at you know for looking for a partner they're like why can't I find a man that is you know he he I'd like him to be a little bit good looking. i like him to be, um, you know, a a creator. I I like, like him to be up on this level and, you know, also, (laughs) you know, kind, but firm. And and she has all these things that she wants him to be. And there are just no men who are like that. There's nobody that fits all of that expectation because the woman's perspective is so huge and so beautiful and men can fill two or three of those categories, but not the thousands that she wants. Um, So the communication, the expectations um, in my, you know, as a summary, I always wish that men can learn to grasp and, and to, to learn from how women's minds think we need to grow in that direction. Women, I'm not saying lower your expectations, but I wish that women could understand just like if you have a pet, animal or you know a horse or or something like that you have to learn the language of the animal of the other species of the other person if as women learn man language they can become a little bit more forgiving and allowing and and see what kinds of connections we're capable of making and then we can grow so there's just a lot of stretching in both directions And the beauty is as we practice that and expand it over time, we're able to grow together and have fun doing it. And it can be beautiful and very, very rewarding. So anyway, I just want to point out those differences, but I'd love to hear more of your perspectives. As you've been talking, I'd like to, you know, over time, try to make some of these connections because I'm looking at strong differences and the hope of bringing more of these together masculine and the feminine are represented by the male and female generally and but our our desires our hopes our expectations our goals are are often very very different and and so I think that's a lot of why things are as they are and it's beautiful to be able to pull this energy in for for the male to be lifted more into this and supported and protected in that feminine space because we're scared of it we're very scared of it and why why are women sometimes afraid of and and uh, you know it's painful for a woman to to low (laughs) lower that energy into that physical tough space and to be the breadwinner to be the one who has to deal with the tough decisions, where um, that masculine energy usually holds that place. Anyway, sorry, I know I'm rambling about a lot of different things. But I, I I apologize for taking so much time, but I. Um, that's the, that's the perspective I've been looking at this from.
1: I love that when you bring into that hilarity of the what that using the mind. And i love for James and Carl to reflect it back as a secret mirror
4: of the conversation. In my experience with relationships with uh, women, um, it's uh, yeah, it's hard to be vulnerable because we're not taught not learned and it's ingrained to be tough and and uh, but then there's the aspect of not being being firm and being held but and it's hard to it's hard to balance the two because we really haven't had any um what does that look like for us because we don't know what it looks like so we often question it And we kind of rely on the female to show us what it's like, what they want. But yet it just sometimes turns the masculine on in them. And so, and then, then we've got this uh, dominant masculine and like, and it just flips back and forth sometimes, but it's like the dominant. There's like, has to be some kind of dominance instead of flowing together and understanding how it's supposed to flow you know the masculine and feminine so to speak with each other instead of identifying as a masculine or feminine just allow just to notice the energies and allow them to flow together
2: Okay, so let me bring in a question. question. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I'll bet Kyle was just going to address this too. I want to think about the very basic polarity of male and female. Then you have masculine and feminine. And, and I know where our goal is to find balance. And... <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure what my question is. It's, it's more about how do we bring that balance in to the male role, all, sorry, all of the male roles and all of the female roles. There, there's a lot, right? There's a lot of differences. We can cite thousands of examples of, of different you know, polarities. How do we bring more balance of masculine and feminine masculine and feminine to the female how do we bring more balance of masculine and feminine to the male um i i always have those questions maybe it doesn't matter maybe it doesn't matter at all but that's where my that's where my thoughts are focused
1: it's matter of course you're here we're talking about that <laughs> of course it matter <laughs> so i think that i will get apology to reflect the back tip of you because as a man first and then I will be jumping on board. I mean jumping on the conversation at the end.
0: Okay. So Richard, you know how you were talking about the miracle last week. So I'm happy that Richard and James have brought this up to the forefront. Um because in my experience, so far <clears throat> Yeah, upon my journey, it has been as like being like that masculine, like, you no know, masculine body. Or, like, as a man, um, my journey has been wanting to connect with the feminine through that nurturing masculine. When my journey first began, I was terrified of how am I going to talk to women? Like, how do I even break that, um, break the ice, so to speak? So when I was younger, like 19, it was like that smile and like the charm. of just, when I was, I was so sensitive, like when I was a teenager. Um, that, women and girls knew that they were holding me that I could just let my emotions flow in their space and in the times when I was emotional in front of the women they were right there holding me and nurturing me and nurturing my heart and I love that And it was like this magic evolved. Whereas like when a woman, when a girl saw me being emotional, it was like this, she felt safer and she opened up more. And then I opened up more and we built this like harmonious, like friendship or relationship that is just, we fully got to experience each other's hearts. And this has been my journey most of my life. Um, And I felt always safe being emotional around the women than like men. Whereas like when I was with my like with my stepfather in my presence, I was like, it's like I couldn't show any emotion. I had to be strong like him. I couldn't I couldn't show that like those tears when I'm with my mom, we could talk about anything. We could cry together. And we both were going through this, this phase of, like she wanted my father to do stuff with us, to talk with us, to connect with us, to show us stuff. And he would just sit on the couch. He would be the breadwinner too. My mom would too. He was like the protector, like the guardian of the house, like the security guard. That was my perception that I that I put on him. That okay, I know that I'm I'm going to um, feel safer with him as like the security guard. So my mom and I would just talk and be like, she's like, I wish he would just talk to you, and I'm like, I know, I wish that too, and then my mom and I would cry and then I would just become closer to my mom. And we were journey it was like behind the scenes, my mom and I would just have this beautiful, like, relationship of, like, emotion. And that we could just look at each other and just know. And then know that we, even for us, like, not even talking, like, we could just tell by each other's eyes that we were just holding each other. And, like, being intuitive, when I was younger, I would help her. I would, like, receive, like, support and messages for her. So, yeah, it was just so beautiful in that. So, it's, like, even though that father was there, like, as that pillar, but it was just that pillar for me that, like, nothing was, um being exchanged from that which it just created a lot of tension in the household and with my older brother it was like this clash with my father like and it just broke my heart seeing that as like me i would observe a lot and i would just like sit there And just like take everything in as that sponge, as that empath and just hold everyone's, hold everyone within the family. And I didn't have the tools then to process. So I would just like shut down as in like, just like wanting to be in nature because that filled me up, that restored me. And that could just have this like telepathic communication with nature it's like nature gave me that support too. And then like my mom would like hold me in that. But in the whole process, it was like her heart became hardened or not as open through those 11 years. And, you know, I'm sure it was so hard for her to lose like two husbands like through passing, right? Which I completely understand. But it's just seeing my mom like change so it's like now wanting her heart to open and I wanted to open her heart fully before she left like before she moved away so it's like this for 10 years that's my that was my journey of wanting to help my family because I'm like I could see life in this whole magical way and I never lost that essence yeah at times I forgot but it was always there, like that childlike joy and wonder. It's like not being childish, it was just knowing that like that inner child just needs to be looked after, supported, held, acknowledged, like being one with that creativity. And then Having women like my mom's friends help bring me up too. It was like all this nurturance energy. That that's all I knew. That's all I knew. Right. I didn't know anything other than that. And like I only knew how to love. So it was like being amongst like men. It was like I would, I would like seize up. I would, like anytime like a man was like loud or raised like his voice a little bit. I would just like. I would just like freeze and then and then once like the man would like leave my presence I would be able to relax more and um yeah I was like I would sometimes just cry as a, like a release cuz like my stepfather bless him rest his soul but he had like he had a temper and was angry and all of that and being around that for 11 years is just yeah, it affected me a lot. So, yeah, that's why I like most of my jobs, it's like working with women because it's like I felt safe as a because I was like connecting to my, like my nurturing, like feminine side, and then just things just flowed right. But it was like me being that masculine or like looking masculine was like that pillar for the women. But I had that nurturing part that just helped everyone so going back to what you were saying Richard. from my experience with the twin with my twin flame it's it's flowing like me being strong for her when she needs to be to let those emotions flow and tuning into like my heart fire and my inner heart to just be that pillar, that strength, that empowerment. But then also when I need my emotions to flow or space held, she provides that space for me to to let those emotions flow in safe sacred space. So it's like we both are like holding that masculine and feminine energies for each other for like nurturance, for healing, for that remembrance. It just works in that harmony that harmonious flow and just coming as one into like that, that alignment. So knowing that, yeah, like it's, it's possible because like I'm journeying it. I'm journeying, I've been journeying it. And I think it just brought to light, like why I do what I do, like, like why I'm here. So yeah, it's, It's time, it's time. So thank you, thank you both, Richard and James.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at the time and I just want to share a few pieces before we close the circle is, be in our heart and to through hearing each other's
3: heart of the yearning. And when you
1: find that yearning, be that yearning.
4: It is through the heart. That's all I wanted to
1: share. Find that yearning and be that yearning. Our topic next week will continue with this. Going to be ocean more, but I want to stay with you You just landed. Who is? What are you here? Without any expectation, just do our one first. Trust. Are you trusting yourself first? Are you feeling safe? Because the lot of relationship fire up because of not safe, not being safe in your own body. When I said the body is the mind and the heart in coherence. I hear you, Richard, about you know, the um, the mind, all of that is all meta. But I want you also for you to try this to know without any that expectation and attachment, you believes you somehow coming in.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh. What are you waiting for? What are we really waiting for in our heart? And feel that love energy in your heart. The flow is Agawidi, Okay. Feel into the heart and really feel that love energy flowing, flowing in your body. And you can see it very quiet. Feminine side on the left hand side, masculine side on the right hand side. And just imagine that. And just see, do not even say that. Oh, where is my energy? But just think about that pink and the blue energy. If you want to whatever color that when coming in. Feel that energy. Feel that energy. The man wanted to hold the woman. A woman? A woman, yes, a woman. And the woman loved yearning to lean on the man. And that two energy, just do that, pushing each other. And this energy is inside your body. You just feel that you don't need to use your mind that energy will dance itself because it is part of you but this is your homework and if you come next week i'll ask the question so use this energy and dance see whatever they want to land in your organ who cares but i want you to feel The woman wanted to be held. The man wanted to hold. And sometimes it's opposite. That's why we do have a lot of inner child wanting as well. We want a father to help. or want the mother to help. It, it is all as well. No judgment. Just using that energy and feel of that. dance through. And those energy will bring you into balance in your body. And that is your love energy that is within you. That is your meaning, Richard. The balance. It's the balance. It's the balance within you will bring out. So yeah. Start from within first and then you will bring out. So just that energy is even just lie on the bed. Hang out. Lie on the bed. And you feel that. And sometimes, you will have a Shakti life of energy come through to you. Allow that. Allow that Shakti. about in school. So yeah. And allow that to dance through your body. That's beautiful energy that have it in you. I say, mm, what is this? I have that. And just allow that. And you feel the bliss, it's the bliss. That's the true bliss. Feel that bliss up in your body, feel up the cup. And you feel the
3: masculine and the feminine balance. So, yeah mm-hmm.
1: Thank you so much for listening and receiving. I see you all next week. Thank you so much. Carly. you can close the circle now
0: if you want to. Do it. so yeah. Yes thank you everyone for being here as we connected to our hearts, heart to heart. Always remember the heart guides the way, the heart leads the way. So, you're returning back to the heart, journeying back to the heart, good trust in your heart. I'm looking forward to connecting with you all next week and many infinite blessings and enjoy being that love that you are and journeying back home to your remembrance of your heart. Thank you.
1: Thank you for everybody to attend and uh, welcome James. And I hope to see you next week as well. And I hope that this conversation is pretty deep. <laughs> and I hope that you enjoy and feeling the healing within me little by little. Thank you, Richard. Always bringing a very, very, so good. I, I love all your perception and all the mind, because it reminding me as well that mind and heart, that's how the coherence works. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Pauline, coming again. I haven't seen you for a while. I was thinking to, to message you by you pop up. <laughs> thank you, Carl, for being in this container, this sacred mirror of mine. Mom. Thank you. I'm off. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.